But so, yeah, I wanted to jump right into this and see what can I do? What's possible for me? And then I found there's a lot that's possible for me. Hey everyone, I'm Emily Reagan, and you've discovered Unicorns Unite. This is a podcast for freelancers, service providers, virtual assistants, and curious listeners who would like to experience the freedom and flexibility of working virtually. We're the magic makers, movers and shakers, and the real people doing the work behind the scenes of online businesses. Welcome to Unicorns Unite. Hey everyone, today I have our very own Crash Course student here, Mary Lee Haynes. She is coming to us with awesome experience. She's a fifth grade teacher. She's written a couple children's books and she had taken a copywriting course and she wanted to be able to work from home. So she took my crash course earlier this year. She had very specific income goals to be able to quit her nine to five as a teacher by the end of the year. And she's going to update us on where she's at. And let me give you a hint. It's very exciting and very motivating. And I know you could do this too. So without further ado, here is our interview with Mary Lee. Today, I have Mary Lee here. She's one of our students inside our group. I know a lot of you have been networking with her and seeing her post. And I just wanted to bring her in to tell you a little bit about her journey and give you encouragement, especially because we have a lot of new Facebook group members who are teachers, who students are done with them for the year, and they're looking for some insight to this type of side hustle. So Mary Lee, tell everyone hello. Tell us your background, where you live, what your family's like, all of that. All that good stuff. Well, hi, everybody. Thrilled to be here. I'm Marilee Haynes, and I currently live in North Carolina, born and raised in Michigan, but my husband and I moved here almost 15 years ago. I have three kids. I have a 10-year-old, an 11-and-a-half-year-old, and a 13-year-old. So we're busy. My degree is in marketing, and I worked in marketing for about 10 years before I got married. I was up in the Detroit area, so not surprisingly, a lot of what I did had to do with automotive. So a lot of automotive marketing, some customer service, a lot of work with data, things like that. When we moved down here, we started a family, and I stayed home for almost 12 years, which I loved every minute of, even the yucky moments I loved. (laughs) Um, Being a mom was always my dream, and I absolutely enjoyed every minute of it. While I was home with the kids, you may have noticed when I said their ages, they're pretty close together. At one point, I had three kids under three and a half. Oh, my goodness. So my youngest was born the day after my oldest turned three. So it was a lot of nap time, cleaning up crumbs, feeding people, just kind of keeping everybody healthy and alive. (laughs) And at that time, I was also about to turn 40. I became a mom a little bit later, and I turned 40 four months after my baby girl was born. And I thought... I always had a dream of writing, so I thought, why not now? I'm home with three little kids. We don't do a whole lot. (laughs) Why not not use nap time to its fullest? So I started writing, creative writing, and I wrote uh, middle grade novels. I ended up getting three of them published by a very small independent publisher which was quite a thrill. Um, Getting that first box of books with my name on the cover and my picture in the back was extremely exciting, more so for my kids even than for me. And then I decided that it was time to go back to work. We send our kids to Catholic school, so there's a tuition situation there that I needed to help out with. 
And one of my other discoveries with writing books was that wasn't going to be the solution to the tuition problem. Unless you are a big name in publishing, really don't make much money at all. Yeah. So I decided to head to the classroom because I always loved learning and teaching. And I taught for a couple of years. Work-life balance was not great. And so (laughs) I decided about a year ago that I wanted to try and, and look for other solutions. Writing is a passion of mine, as is um, helping people. So I tripped over your course, Emily, (laughs) an advertisement on Facebook early this year and was intrigued and listened to your webinar and was more intrigued and asked a bunch of questions late one night right before your... (laughs) Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. Right before your cart closed. I was like, I'm so sorry. I just have one more question. Yeah. (laughs) And then I decided to take the leap. I had taken a copywriting course, which was great, but gave me no help as far as how to find the job. And then I found your course and jumped right in with both feet, zipped through it as quickly as I could, and then just kind of, here we are today. Yeah, I like that you were a lady on a mission. (laughs) I knew you wanted something. It was a matter of finding that thing. When did you take the copywriting course? Um, I started it about six months ago. Okay. I still have a couple of lessons left to go, but it was a lot of theory, which is great, and some practice, Mm -hmm. but not... The missing piece was that how to get the job. Yeah. That's the thing that I love about your course and then the networking groups that follow is that actual, here's how you're going to get your first couple of jobs. Because the knowledge is great, but the knowledge without the ability to get somebody to hire you to use that knowledge isn't so great. Yeah, it's such a tough position because you (laughs) don't really have the experience. You don't have the network. And a lot of people get tripped up where it's just hard to start. Right. Well, you end up on those job boards where there are 7,000 people competing for a job where they're going to pay you $5 to write a thousand word blog post. And that's kind of where you feel like you have to start. So I was thrilled to find you and thrilled with the program. (laughs) Oh, that's awesome. Okay. I have a couple questions for you. First of all, from copywriter to copywriter, I guess we go this way. What was the course that you took? Um, It's called Successful... It's an Abby Parrott's course. I actually took two, one from Abby Parrott's and then comprehensive copywriting with Nikki Krawczyk. Do you remember how much those courses were? Just curious. They were both around $500. Okay. I like that because it gives people an idea of what the courses are like out there. And $500 actually is kind of cheap. Right. I don't want to say cheap. That, you know, that doesn't mean the quality is, it's just on the lower end. You'll see a lot of courses for a thousand or more. So I was just kind of curious. I just signed up for a $150 copywriting thing with a guy that I met at the copywriting conference. And I'm really curious. I've never taken one. And to be honest, I did it to get in his circle because he made a cameo in my dream. (laughs) But he's just good at what he does. And he lands big, big contracts with brands. And I'm like, oh, I want to get in his circle. And maybe I'll have some leads come this way. But Really, I just wanted to learn from him. So I'll let you know how that one is. It's, it's not about great. writing with personality rather than like the actual theory that you learned. So it's, you know. It's more about. Okay. Well, yeah. I mean, actually, right now I'm taking a beta course that's specifically copywriting for VAs. So oh, cool. 
and I'm excited about that one. That actually, I could have saved myself a few hundred dollars because it's a lot more practical application. Good. Good. In the type of writing that we do for clients as VAs. So I can share the information about that one once the beta is over. It's been pretty good. Okay. Yeah. I would love to, I always love to know. And I feel like this is such a strong area to talk about because so many business owners want their VA to be able to write and write emails and write landing pages and, and write to convert into sales. And when you're starting out brand new, that's kind of daunting. So you came to me a little bit different than everyone else because you had that niche figured out, but you needed to kind of maybe build the business background behind it and then actually get the jobs. And what I teach is kind of knowing all of the backgrounds all of the like basics, the fundamentals that you need to know about online business, getting your foot in the door and then specializing. So you kind of still needed to come through this case point. Kind of. Absolutely did because I learned so much. I, I know how to write. Great. And you're, a lot of business owners are afraid of writing mm-hmm. or know they're not very good at it. So I knew that I knew how to write, which was one box checked, but I didn't understand the background of how online business works. And that's why like module one blew my mind. And I was like, oh, wow. Okay. This is how all of those pieces fit together. Yeah. So absolutely. I needed the the foundational skills that I could then bring what I already knew how to do and kind of apply that. I like that you said it blew your mind because I put about seven years of my knowledge into what a 30 minute <laughs> a 30 minute lesson I actually broke I squeezed in a second lesson there that that was a little more VA based but I was like bam this is what you need to know let's go <laughs> and I kept pausing and taking <laughs> and I said it was a crash course for a reason I people need to get up and running right away they want a VA like yesterday who could be helping them so I was like, this is what you need to know. These other people are out there. You can always go learn from them, but this is just like everything in a nutshell. So I don't think there's another course like that because everybody else has their signature thing and you spend two or three grand just to take that and right. it can be kind of overwhelming. So paint a picture for me what life was like as a teacher. Like what were some of like the fun things about it and what were some of the drawbacks? I mean, the kids are the best part. And that's why the distance learning that we experienced for the fourth quarter was just awful because it was like like the best part of teaching was taken away from me. And then the administration and all of that was that was still had to be done. Plus trying to figure out how to make this work kind of switched on a dime. And, and you know, everybody who has kids in school experienced this from the parent standpoint, which I obviously did as well. But it was, you know, we had no time to plan. Our principal called us into a meeting on a Thursday and said, by tomorrow, I need you to have two weeks worth of lessons that you can send home with the kids that they can do at home. We were thinking, okay, two weeks, we might be able to be back. And then it ended up being the entire rest of the year. So the kids are the best part. I absolutely love learning. I'm a learning nerd, like a big time <laughs> learning nerd. And that's why sometimes I get stuck in these rabbit holes, even when it comes to VA things. I'm like, oh, I want to learn that. Oh, I want to learn that. So I bet just learning excites me. Books and words excite me. So um, you know, my, I teach fifth grade language arts. So we talk about books and we talk about words all day long. But the work-life balance was tough because I had 73 fifth graders that I was grading writing assignments for. So every time you assign a five-paragraph essay, you're getting 73 of those back. Oh, my God. There's no TV watching in the evening, is there? Because you're actually having to read words. (laughs) 
carefully too. So I just found um, from a work-life balance, I was working 50 to 60 hours a week, which I was then taking time away from my family every weekend, you know, sorry guys, I can't do that with you right now. I have to grade or I need to lesson plan or all of that. And I wasn't taking very good care of myself at all. (laughs) Exercise and healthy eating and all of that kind of went out the window. I used to tease my fifth graders. I'm like, when you guys do a really poor job on an assignment, it makes me eat more chocolate. So like, stop it. (laughs) (laughs) It's all your fault. (laughs) Proofread your work. So yeah, it just, it got to the point where I thought, I know there are other ways that I can look into replacing that income and even exceeding it. I think it's not a secret that teachers don't make a whole lot of money mm-hmm. um, and get kind of that work-life balance back. Oh, I love that. It's such, it's so important as a mom because you, you have three kids and they are probably just getting more and more involved in activities and yeah. needing your time in a different way that the little kids needed your time. Right. They don't need you. You kind of just need to be around hovering, right? Right. Right. Well, and you know, to be involved and to cheer for them for things. And, you know, them are in sports and we have music lessons and, you know, just kind of keeping up with what's going on. And, you know, I didn't become a mom until I was almost 37 and I knew I always wanted to be a mom. So I like I cherish the time with them. Yeah, um, it felt like I was missing out on things, and it was kind of it was breaking my mama heart. <laughs> yeah, what what was your work day like when you were working? Um, we get to school, and I I taught and still teach for another week at the same school that my children attend. So we all left in the morning together, and we get to school about seven fifteen, and then we would usually leave at the end of the day about four thirty or so, and then I'd do a couple more hours of work after they went to bed. So okay. and then on the weekends. Oh my gosh, that's a long day. Yeah, it was a long day. So tell her, like you're on, you know, you don't, yeah. <laughs> there's not a whole lot of downtime during the day to kind of catch your breath because yeah. there are 25 pairs of <laughs> Well, you, we are going to have to combine notes because I do have a fifth grader. You know, I like to read. He likes to read and I'm jogging. I'm jogging, you know, my memory, like what did I read and looking at the list? I just made him read Chuck Everlasting, oh. which is you know, it was so fun because I remember reading that in fifth grade. So you and I, let's talk later about fifth grade books. Nerd out about that. I have, my kids and I started a blog last summer that we need to, to start up again, where I was having them write book reviews because they're all, my oldest two, especially are major readers. And my son is in seventh grade. So he has all kinds of recommendations. And I actually have lists of books that I recommend for different grade levels. So I can get you that. Oh my gosh. I love it. He, he pretty much stole my Kindle. Well, my Kindle, I need, to, I think I might need to get another one. So. Because we can't go to the library. So it just right? makes sense to borrow electronically. So anyway, that was the side note. <laughs> a little commonality we have. Absolutely. We both like to read and write. So <laughs> this is funny. So tell everybody about your income goals. Like As a teacher, you were very explicit with me. Like you approached this opportunity very, what's a good word for that? Help me. Word after. <laughs> Like you were very careful. You were very thorough. You wanted to make sure this investment would pay off. You wanted to make sure there were jobs. I'm trying to remember some of our Facebook. Um, you were involving your husband in the decision, which is really smart. But you you weren't just going to throw money away and not make it work for you. Right. And, and part of that was because I had taken these other two courses and was finding, again, you know, I, I was learning, which was great, but I wasn't seeing how I could turn that learning into my, what I, I really wanted to do, which was to transition out of teaching into working for myself. So yes, you know, I, I did, I had very specific goals and I tend to, um, 
guess it's just a personality thing. Once I decide to do something, I jump in with both feet and then some, which I think you saw. You <laughs> <laughs> saw it. Yeah. Yeah. And you're very outspoken about it, which I love. Like as your teacher, I was like, oh, Mary Lee loves this. I'm doing a good job. <laughs> is not messing around yeah. <laughs> and that you know I'm, I was like that with motherhood and I was like that with teaching and I think that's part of why I, I found it so difficult to balance motherhood and teaching I couldn't just kind of teach <laughs> yeah 50 percent or it was nothing and I was trying to do 150 percent of both of those roles and that just wasn't working but so you know I wanted to jump right into this and see what can I do what's possible for me and then I found there's a lot that's possible for me. And my goal had been to stop teaching after this upcoming school year. So the 2021 school year, my goal was for that to be my last year because I thought this would probably build rather slowly. And I needed to get to a point where I was confident and my husband was confident that I could replace that income pretty readily. And then I ended up getting to that point about three months after finishing your course. Woo! <laughs> Can you share specifics for people? So they have like a, a lot of people are like, can I really make up my income? Well, and, and again, you know, a teacher with not a lot of seniority and a teacher at a Catholic school, you put those things together and we're not talking big bucks. So yeah. I, was looking, I was looking to replace a $35,000 a year salary plus the very small reduction I got in the kids tuition. So I wanted to, to see if I could get to the point where I felt comfortable that I could gross close to $40,000 a year. Okay. And when you broke that up, what was that per month? So I was looking to shoot for about $3,000 a month okay. plus. And right now, I mean, you know, now we've, the kids have been learning at home with me since March, <laughs> what we're calling summer vacation for lack of a better word, because they're done with school. So I'm not going to try and, you know, do 35 hours a week right now. That's not yeah. fair to them after what they've been through for the past couple of months. But I'm in a good position to then ramp up once school starts back. Okay. Yeah. And I was able to do some of this work while still teaching. So then I'm kind of, I did all of this very scientifically and with a spreadsheet where I'm kind of banking that here's what I was making while I'm still earning my teacher's salary, which kind of offsets looking at what I need to make per month for the rest of the year, if that makes yeah. sense. Yes, it does. You just need that. You need that difference now. Exactly. So tell me about your very first client. Like, I don't remember. So you have to jog my memory. Well, Nicole reached out to me and um, I think you posted it. You were looking for somebody who, who could write and it was somebody to help support the blog on Tamara Bennett's team. So decor. Yeah. So that was my very first one. And it was just learning how to take her Facebook lives and turn them into blog posts. The Oh no, she just disappeared. This is going to happen again. Deb is probably laughing. No, I did not. I did not swipe her video in a transition to just me. But side note, if you do blogs, it is not just about the content. You have to make the, um, you have to do six different things for a blog post for a client to really be proud of what you're doing for, for you to accomplish your mission and optimize your blog post. So she had to take what she learned in the crash course and apply it to, with her writing skills to create these blogs for Tamara Bennett. Now, Tamara Bennett is, we had Megan in the group recently about being a Facebook community manager. She often, yep, okay, you're back. I was just filling everyone in how 
Megan got hired to be her Facebook community manager, but it was all yeah. about network. Like they came to me for a referral. I had an all-star student who I try as best I can to see where people's skills are because there's different tracks. Like I get that. Not every unicorn wants to be a writer. We might have to write here and there, but not everybody wants to write blogs. Right. And so you jumped on it and that was all through like a connection. How many hours per week is that gig? Let me just interrupt for a second and invite you to the How to Work on the Line Masterclass. I am teaching the five areas online business owners need to hire out right now. This is a free training. Just pick your day and time and attend and watch it when you get a chance. It's about an hour long. We're going to cover online business industry lingo, buzzwords, and the behind the scenes job positions you could be doing. We're also covering what you need to know to get hired online and stand out above the competition. Head over to emilyreaganpr.com, link is in the show notes, to sign up right now and get your learning on and you're going to gain clarity and have your eyes open to the remote work possibilities. I'll see you there. Once again, emilyreaganpr.com slash masterclass. All right, back to the show. At first, it was real slow because they were kind of going through a reorganization of what was going on. So mm-hmm. things were trickling. And now all of a sudden, it's sped up like crazy. So now, yeah. you know, we're committing to doing two to three blogs a week. I was going to say, she had a ton of content. And we really needed someone to come in there and you could just make it happen. And I was telling everyone when you were gone that that is part of the gap that the crash course filled in. The things you need to be doing for the blog. Because it's not just about the writing part. There's a whole back end side. Oh. Exactly. You know, the alt description for the pictures for SEO and, you know, yeah. going and, and I, you know, she's got the Yoast plugin. So I knew exactly what I needed to do to go into there and, yeah. you know, getting all the meta tags and the, all this stuff I didn't know. I can, oh, I can write. You know? Yeah. But they don't want just a writer. A, a, a business uh, online business owner needs someone who can do multiple things. Like you yeah. can't just be specialized in one thing yes. at a certain level. And you learning that, and I assume you learned all of that in the crash course, right? All about the block. Okay. You know, and like I said, I knew how to write. Yeah. You know, that great, but there was no, there were a whole bunch of things that yeah. I had no idea about until I took the crash course. So, I mean, that, that helped me tremendously. So, you know, and I found as I've, I've worked my way and I, you know, I'm, I'm putting together a pretty good list of clients, I'm gravitating toward the people who are putting together online courses. You know, I just picked up a new client that I started working with last week who has a podcast, who is an educator. She has a podcast, she has courses. So we're starting with the podcast and she's, you know, she wants to continue to grow the role. And I'm very excited about that. And, you know, again, you know, I went through and I jumped right in and watched the Lisbon training and, you know, then jumped right in and watched the convert kit training because she uses both of those to distribute her podcast. So, you know, even being able to dip back into your course and take those, you know, just jump into a specific module is hugely helpful because I, anybody who's taking the course, don't, my recommendation would be don't try and digest all of it at once or your brain will explode. (laughs) You know, gain that knowledge and kind of decide where you want to dive in and then know that that resource is there for you when you have a position present itself and you need to go back and refresh your memory about that. Yes. Thank you for that. Because it is overwhelming. It is daunting. It is a lot of material, but you're not expected to know it all right away or ever. But the fact that you have that awareness of solutions and tactics and strategies, you can always 
you know, get your little light bulb moment with your client and then come back and watch it. Now, Mary Lee was talking about a couple trainings that are in my work group, and that is a private, how do I say that, monthly membership group for the top unicorns who are serious about their business. So in there, we go into more in-depth, specialized things like the podcast, like converting. But you do learn how podcasting fits into, you know, online business owners marketing strategy in the course. You you do learn about email marketing in the course. Sometimes when you need a little more specific, laser focused, that will be in the work group. And that's something special that you get invited to after the course. So just to throw that out there. Okay. So tell me about a couple other clients that you're working for. You said you're doing the podcast. What else? Yeah. That one is super fun. Um, I'm working with a woman who she's actually a PhD, a professor of psychology who works at a college in Minnesota. And she provides one-on-one academic coaching for high school students and college students. So she wants to roll out a course to make this more accessible. Because as you can imagine, having this one, like there, there's a certain level of family who can take advantage of this opportunity that she provides, but it's not accessible to a lot of families. So she wants to make it more so. So she is taking what she does one-on-one and turning that into an online course. So we're working through, um, you know, we're just starting to talk about nurture email sequences and, you know, she's setting up the course and we're going to use Podia and get it all loaded up on there. And we just started a Facebook group that's going to launch on Monday. So all of those things to get ready to launch that course in mid-August. So that one's so exciting. And you're doing all of the things. And she's wonderful. I just, I, I really like working with her a lot. And then there's actually this woman who out of California who is just so excited about everything. She um, she has a website called Pretty Pair Bride, which is for plus size brides. And she, you know, gives them all kinds of vendors and resources and ways to feel special on your special day, even though you might have a little bit more trouble finding a dress or, you know, feeling you know, not self-conscious that day. So she has that side of things. I'm helping her with the blog there. And then she also is getting into online business coaching as a personal brand. Good. She's kind of like exploding in that world. And she, I mean, our interview was just hilarious. And she just has this, she's just got all this energy and she wants me to do all of the things. (laughs) So we're kind of like taking a breath and kind of attacking things one at a time. So she's tons of fun too. So how many clients total do you have right now? Right now I have seven. Okay. So you're probably getting to that point where you've gotten your toes in the water and now you're starting to pick clients that have more work for you or the work that you want. And that that can be a hard part in your business that some people will be getting to soon. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, I would say remember that it's your business as you're building and kind of figuring out, especially as a new VA and a new unicorn, figuring out not just... I want to get a new job I can, but what are the right jobs for you? I would say, please believe me that there is no scarcity and opportunity. (laughs) There's a wealth (laughs) opportunity. So kind of figuring out and and you may work with a client and then decide that that's not actually the area that you want to be in. And that's okay. Again, it's your business and you're building your business. Be as professional as possible, but those things might happen. But, you know, don't feel like you need to jump on anything you see out of fear that there's not going to be another position or another opportunity because they're everywhere. They really are. What do you think has been the key to you getting so many gigs? Um, Is gigs cool? When I say that? It sounds cool to me. Okay. 
two things. When I send my cover, you know, I have I haven't been brave enough to send a video. The thought of video, like this, is kind of horrifying me right now. I'm just not thinking about <laughs> video, but I haven't gotten brave enough to send like a video introduction at all. Mine are just you know emails. I make sure that I visit the potential client's website. I look at Facebook. I look at Pinterest, wherever they are, and I learn something about what they do. I only apply to jobs where what the person does speaks to me on some level. Mm -hmm. uh, there have been a couple. Like there was one a while ago about a subscription for bunny treats, which is a great idea. But I'm not a pet person. So I was like, I'm not really going to be yeah. the right person to try and encourage people to get a monthly box of treats for their bunny. That's just not like. I like pets. I just think it's funny because I'm just thinking about all of the jobs we post. And I say, hey, you don't. I tell all of my students. If this isn't for you, please let somebody else do it. Like we have such an amazing group of students. I'm like, if this isn't one of your like dream clients, don't take it from somebody else because you will do us all a disservice and you want your heart in it. So if you're a bunny fan, go for it. <laughs> and I think, you know, the sincerity comes across then because yeah. there was one client and she, she just needed help cleaning up her Pinterest. So it was, it was a one month thing. You know, I was in, I cleaned it up. I was out. She if her blog ever starts to make money, she's going to get back in touch. But for now, she doesn't have the money to spend on a VA for a regular time. But I looked at her stuff and she's got like this cottage feel to her home decor. And she had this recipe right on there for these lemon scones that I died over. So when I, you know, when I sent her my email and I, you know, I was very sincere. I wouldn't say, you know, oh, I really love that picture of your bunny because I'm not, <laughs> not to cover scones. <laughs> But, you know, I said, you know, I, I really loved your home decor and, you know, yeah. your style really speaks to me. And, oh, my goodness, you know, I printed out the recipe for those lemon scones and my daughter and I are going to make them this weekend. We did. So how were they? Delicious. Okay, <laughs> You're going to share that in the comments just yeah. for, for some of us, who, you know, like one of my things. But, you know, uh, just those kinds of things. Or, you yeah. know, when I reached out to Tina, my academic coach client, you know, I talked about being a teacher. And having those students who just need to learn how to put the pieces together, even as fifth graders, and that I can absolutely see that still being the case in high school and going into college. So I think one of the things that gets me at least to the interview is I draw that commonality and they get the fact that I understand their business. Um, and I'm not just saying, hire me, hire me, hire me. And you care, you're coming across like you care and you're authentic and all of that matters. That connection that shared experience, it matters because these business owners are scared. They're scared to let someone in on the back end and see what a mess it is. Right. They're scared because they've been, you know, screwed by other contractors who overpromised and underdelivered. They are nervous about delegating. So that yep. anything you can do to build trust, like eat their scones, <laughs> 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 consider it a must. <laughs> So, I mean, if I had to say that there's one thing that I think might set me apart in that process, it's probably that. Yeah. And I have read your intro letters and they are, they are good. They're thorough. They don't have mistakes. All of the little details matter. I think about the business owners getting a lot of people writing them. Your cover letter, you know, we don't really do resumes anymore. That's your right. cover letter. And your cover letter is what will wow people. Exactly. And show your personality. And nobody wants to work with somebody boring, you right. know. It's true. <laughs> it's true. I just heard that the other day. I'm like, yes, that is so true. It is. Um, so tell me why teachers make good VAs. 
I think so many reasons. I mean, as a VA, you wear a lot of hats. As a teacher, you wear a lot of hats. (laughs) As a VA, you kind of have to think on your feet and problem solve in the moment. And, you know, as a teacher, you may have your lesson plan for the day, but you have this group of small people who can derail what's going on. You know, you have to respond in the moment to challenges and problems and sometimes emergencies, you know, kind of staying calm, using your resources. Uh, You know, as a teacher, you don't have the luxury of, oh, let me sit here and think about how I might solve this problem. You know, you just kind of have to dig in and do the best you can with what you have most of the time. Yeah. Uh, And as a VA, it's like, all right, I can dig in and solve this problem. I'm not afraid to try some things. Yes. Because there is no step by step, no perfect path to this world. All of us are working with different clients, different issues, different tech issues, different businesses, and we all have come from different backgrounds. And that is why, like with the crash course, I just try to throw it all at you (laughs) so you know what's out there. But you have have to ultimately be empowered and come from a place of I'm going to help the client however I can. And if I can't, I'm going to be honest with them, but I'm going to do everything I can to, to help them figure this out. And as a teacher, I mean, that's what you do with every student and every student is different, just like every client is different. And, you know, also as a teacher, you know, that ability to to nurture relationships and make connections, whether it's with your students, with your fellow teachers, with admin, with parents, you you really get a lot of practice at dealing with different personalities. It is not a clock in, clock out job. No, no, not at all. And if you want that, there are other jobs like that where you could go work in a call center. Yep. You could go... I'm just trying to think of online crap jobs, <laughs> surveys. You could do surveys. Yeah. I don't know, something. But this has been so helpful to everyone. What would you say to someone who is curious about starting this type of work? How would you encourage them? I would say, you know, do your research. You know, I did my research. Look around and, and don't think. I think the fact that it's virtual assistant, and I love right away where you're like, I'm calling it a unicorn. You know, I didn't know I was a VA. You know, sometimes people get, oh, it's going to be calendar management or, um, you know, just helping somebody track their expenses. But it can be so many things. And I would say, you know, think about what your passions are and where you want to learn more, but also understand that you'll find what I found. You need to understand how online business works. And learn about the variety of of opportunities before you decide where you might want to spend your time. All right. I'm going to have to end this pretty soon. I can't thank you enough for being on here. If anyone has questions for Mary Lee, reach out in the comments. She is such an encourager. I love that you come from this place of abundance and I don't know. You're just one of the biggest cheerleaders in the group. And we're all here cheering you on. I can't believe thank you accomplished in such a short time. And you're just living proof that you put your mind to it and you decide you're going to do it and you don't look back. Happy middle ground here. No. (laughs) I will say, I do have a quiz for some of you who are new. Go take the quiz. I'll post it in the list and it will spit out a couple of different options for you. What kind of work to start with and based on your strengths. What were you? Do you remember relationship? Yeah. This is so perfect for you. Yep. It, I mean, I, I took your quiz and I was like, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, you're really good at bringing people together and that you still use those skills. And, and like yep. as a VA, and you know, I hate the term VA because it's so, so wide, but you're cultivating your relationship with your client yep. and, and exactly. their audiences and you will have to be on your toes. So you're doing a great job. 
Thank you so much. I, and thanks for coming live. I know you were nervous. I <laughs> <laughs> we figured out the tech issues. So thank you for your Absolutely. <laughs> All right. We'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye-bye. Well, I hope you found Mary Lee's story so motivating. She has been amazing at putting herself out there, going for the clients, and just gaining as much experience as she can. And I hope that her story motivates you to do it too. You're not going to get the job unless you put yourself out there. And it's going to be a little bit uncomfortable when you're brand new. You're figuring out which clients work well, which ones don't, what kind of task you want to do. But ultimately, you're going to get clarity by taking that action. So thanks for listening to Unicorns Unite. I'll see you next time. ready to learn the digital marketing and social media skills that will get you hired online, head over to vacrashcourse.com where you can learn about my five-week program, the Digital Media VA Crash Course. Small business owners and solopreneurs want to hire someone who gets it and who can help them implement just about everything. They're looking for a magical assistant who does it all. With my comprehensive training, you can get your foot in the door and become the unicorn. Check out vacrashcourse.com. There is I got a little I got a little kid over here. Hey. She you need to go put clothes on. I know she's gonna pop in here naked, so <laughs> this is real mom life.